0: On today's Smart7, Keir Starmer's not making any promises, Russia threatened cluster bomb retaliation and lots more. It's Monday the 17th of July, it's World Emoji Day, and happy birthday David Hasselhoff. The Smart7, it's news but not the news. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak prepares to face three major by-elections on Thursday, Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer's been taking advantage of Labour's poll momentum. He's started making pitches to the public ahead of next year's expected general election, and there's rumours his final shadow cabinet reshuffle is just around the corner. But despite calls from within his own party, he's refused to commit to more public spending. Uh, a Labour government will always want to invest in its public services, but that has to start with responsible economics, and it has to be coupled with reform. And after after... After a summer of strikes and threats from the doctors' unions to refuse Rishi Sunak's first and final pay offer, Sakir wasn't getting dragged into solving the government's industrial disputes for them. This is the government's mess, and it's for them to sort it out. What I would do if we were in power is I would be absolutely laser-focused on growing the economy, with a plan for growing the economy. His comments have been criticised by the Unite Union, who've called for Labour to increase their support for striking workers. RMT Union boss Mick Lynch wasn't impressed either. At the minute, I think Keir Starmer and his team have got to show some clear water, some clear red water, between themselves and the Daily Mail and the Telegraph, and themselves and the, the Conservatives. And at the minute, many people can't spot the difference. and That's a shame. Friday saw Ukraine receive a supply of controversial cluster bombs from the United States as part of an $800 million security package announced last week. The deadly explosives, which open in mid-air to release numerous smaller bombs, are banned in over 100 countries under an international convention, but not in Ukraine, Russia or the United States. Ukraine's promised the bombs will primarily be used to clean minefields, but Russian President Putin says Moscow is ready to retaliate if the devices are used. Russia has a sufficient supply of various types of cluster munitions. We have not used them so far. There was no such need. But if they are used against us, we reserve the right to mirror action. Yeah, that's not true, by the way. The Human Rights Watch says there's evidence Russia's used cluster munitions multiple times in attacks on Ukraine. On Monday morning, there were reports that the strategic Crimea bridge has been closed due to what Russian officials are calling an emergency, but it's not clear what the damage is. Meanwhile, former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair has been looking ahead to the end game for Ukraine and says EU and NATO membership will be crucial to a resolution. I think it's extremely difficult to see how you get a solution to this unless it's very clear that ukraine has a clear path to european union membership and a clear path to nato membership The Isle of Portland in Dorset set to become the first place in the UK to house asylum seekers on the water this week and absolutely no one's happy about it. The Bibby Stockholm, a three-storey floating barge, should be arriving in Portland Port in the next couple of days where it'll host up to 500 single men in 222 rooms for the next 18 months. It's been met with protests from both local residents who claim the town's being used as a dumping ground and human rights charities who say the plans are inhumane. This is Tim Nayor Hilton from Refugee. This barge is a gimmick. It's a distraction, but it's one that has real-world consequences for the people living there. And what we're seeing is that they're living in prison-like conditions. And campaigner Lynn Hubbard says it's unacceptable to house refugees on a barge. We don't think they should be on any barge in any part of the country. The Bibby Stock home is designed for 220 people. There will be 500 people on this barge. It's inhumane. It's been a busy weekend for Business Secretary Kemi Badenoch, who signed off on a new Trans-Pacific trade deal in New Zealand on Sunday. The TPP-11 is an agreement between, you guessed it, 11 countries, which will see tariffs slashed on exports of meat and dairy products, cars and some spirits, and the UK is the first European country to join. But there's questions over how much the deal will actually be utilised, with the government predicting it'll grow the economy by less than 1% over the next decade. Kemi seems confident it can make an impact, though. It's going to make a significant amount of difference. What we should be doing is praising the effort that it's taken to get us into this regional block. Still to come on the Smart 7, Marquette von der makes Wimbledon history and Ron Perlman makes some threats. Right after this. The final weekend of Wimbledon 2023 was one for the ages. Saturday saw Marketa Vondrusova become the first unseeded player in history to take a Wimbledon title as she defeated Anja Burr 6-4, 6-4 on centre court to become women's singles champion. And Marketa seemed as surprised as anyone by the result. I had very low expectations coming into the tournament and now this happened. It's, it's such a great journey. But she wasn't the only history maker. On Sunday, world number one Carlos Alcaraz took the men's singles title, handing tennis great Novak Djokovic his first centre-court defeat in over a decade. The last person who beat him was Andy Murray. And Carlos was full of praise for his competitor in his post-match speech. I started playing tennis, watching, watching you. I mean, since I, I was born, you know, I, You already you, you, you was winning tournaments. Uh. Hellboy actor Ron Perlman made headlines this weekend after criticising Hollywood studio execs for their attitude towards striking workers in an Instagram Live on Friday. It follows Thursday's announcement that members of the SAG-AFTRA union, which represents actors, would be joining screenwriters in long-running industrial action over labour disputes. In the video, which has now been deleted, Ron warns execs to think hard about their approach to the strikes. The mother who said we're going to keep this thing going until people start losing their houses and their apartments you wish that families starve while you're making 27 million dollars a year for creating nothing be careful because that's the kind of shit that stirs shit up Sunday night brought some sad news with the announcement that the British-born French actress and singer Jane Birkin had passed away at the age of 76. Rising to prominence through the 1969 hit single Je t'aime moi non plus, alongside her then-partner Serge Gainsbourg, she went on to have a prolific film career which spanned more than five decades. And she was also adored for her personal style, inspiring a famous luxury 35 grand Hermes handbag named the Birkin. Here she is talking about her own version of the bag. Rest in peace, Jane. As it was mine... I just thought it was more fun to hang things off it. So I hang my watch off it and my, all my baubles and bangles and beads. Because when you walk around, they jingle and jangle. So it's a, a happy sound. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.